What? Yeah. No way. Oh, it's a great story. What kind of car? Or I suppose you, you'll have it. 67 Corvette. Was that where all the documents? It Well, ironically, <laughs> apparently Biden owns a 67 Corvette. That was a sweet-looking ride. That's a nice car. Oh. He knows how to, he's, he, he's allowed to back it into the garage, apparently. Uh, we have something weird going on here. How long is your tooth supposed to hurt after you get a root canal? Well, did you? Are you not taking the I stuff? I got Advil on board. But you're not taking it. Yeah, I told oh, some before I came you here. You did, okay. Well, I would imagine it's going to be like that for a while. I guess. Kenny, we're going to play rookie versus Kamala Harris today. Oh, good. Yeah. And what else are we going to do? Part uh, jokes? Further corroboration of the failed academy is the uh, percentage increase in principals just in Minnesota schools. Feeding our future. I saw Keith's going to sue him, huh? Yeah. Well, we got to give him credit. Yeah. And more and more credible people are writing pieces suggesting that electric vehicles are going to fail. Uh, Keith is suing who? Um, help me with the here. name. Yeah, he's. It's a feeding the future oh. lawsuit. Wow, this semi driver must have fucking hit somebody and run. State oh. Susie Dyna Group. He's got every trooper in town pulled over with him. Kenny Wednesday, Nick got rear-ended by a steering wheel holder in that ice crap. In his semi? In his semi. 19 off of 35. Right by it's, Northfield. It's glare ice, the big steer exit. It's glare ice. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. He can see there's two guys already on the side because the off-ramps are the biggest problem. Trooper's sitting there. He's not. He says I had it in first gear and I wasn't even. I didn't even touch my accelerator because that's how slow you got to go. And so he's just creeping down the off ramp, and dude come barreling in, steering wheel holder hit both semis that were on the side of the road and the trooper, and then rear-ended my brother. Jeez. Was he also in a big truck? Yeah, he jackknifed and then. Took out, you know, sideswiped two semis, hit the hit the trooper's squad, and then rear-ended my brother. Well, he was a moron. Well, it's like my brother always says, they're handing out Class A's like they're Halloween candy. They got to stop giving Class A's to all these idiots. Hey, this Glenn Beck show, which I listened to today, coming in just for the hell of it. Well, yep. I quickly turn it off because I don't want to repeat anything. Uh, they're late to the discovery of Hank Johnson. They replayed the Guam tipping over. Oh, thing really? Because apparently Hank Johnson, who continues to get reelected, is uh, there's some audio of him commenting on uh, the discovery of documents with Biden, and his answer is almost as stupid as Guam tipping over. <laughs> you might want to find it, but would we would we be accused of ripping off Beck? Because he also played it. Well, let me. Uh, 
you know, when, when he said Guam just, was going to tip over, that was 2010. Just give him credit. Let me. Uh, what yeah, am I, I heard for? our friend Hank Johnson on another show. What was the and Hank just, Johnson quote? He, no, mention. You're going to have to mention. Yeah, I will. Where, where well, Hank heard. Johnson was uh, quoted t- commenting about the discovery of the documents. Oh. With Biden, now why you'd go to uh, uh, Hank Johnson is beyond me. But Beck had a good point. I'd go to Hank Johnson for an answer on everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, I think they're withholding information from the president. On the UFOs? Yeah. I do, too. Especially this president. And maybe especially Trump. But evidently, uh, Ding Dong here signed a bill. uh, Requires department to review historical documents related to it. Town council members, Kenny and I believe, were a bit ahead of the curve in embracing the reality of these unknown aerial phenomena too many credible types are are commenting and i predict this is a town council exclusive i predict this will really bust out big in the news this year i believe there will be more and more realization that something weird's happening it's either our stuff that we've managed to invent and we don't want to admit to the public for fear that our enemies would would get wind of it, or it is truly uh, visitations that uh, we're unaware of their origin. But I predict this is a year that's all going to bust out, and I don't think you're. <laughs> Thank you. I was just going to say I don't think you're considered crazy for for venturing into oh. this pool. Before I forget to ask, it I is... got to bring the boys in with me Monday. You cool with that? I don't care. I, I always like Luther to ask. King. Right? They don't have and, Here's why, GLers, because uh, there was a show that was released on the Vice Channel in 2019. Is that alleged classified document showing up allegedly in a possession? Never mind. uh, Sorry, Kenny. uh, Uh huh. Joseph Biden. uh, You know, I mean, there's so much that needs to be um, investigated. And um, and that's. Well, Kenny, I'm sorry, but we're gonna. Yeah, okay. he left his chair. Yeah, it's because he's mad at me because I accidentally played this over him. Brooks, everything off out there and the door shut? Yeah, we're good. Hardware and Garden Stores. Oh, it would be a lot better if we were all in the studio, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Sorry. Is that the only piece of audio you want, My Joe? windshield cracked. Yeah. Do you want this Harris stuff right away? Oh, have it ready. Yeah. Kenny should finish his thought to the town. Oh, you left the room again. I'll wait till he's back. Patrick's good for one. I'd be honored, he said. Oh, Jordy just sent us an email with the Hank Johnson thing. Thank you, Jordy. And I'm going to steal his line. <laughs> What's his line? Nope. I'll give Jordy credit though, because I like Jordy. Have you guys made the trans? Oh yeah, I know you have, Joe. What? For the rook, have you transferred to Microsoft 365 yet? No. Rich is still working on that for me. Yeah. I don't think I've made the transfer. Can you? Uh, 
Can you set up a time to do that, Rook, so I stop getting yelled at? Yep. Thank you. Well, windshields cracked. Yep, right away. Done. Capers. Okay. Uh, Kenny! Tuesday, you're not coming in here at all. You're I just guess, gonna... well, yeah, I will to get prep material and email and stuff. Because I still have to come in because I'm going to have to record Josh. Now you have to come back here at night? No, I'm not going to post that show until the next morning. I'm yeah. not. Because I'm going to be at 30 bales until 10. Right. And you can't have anything. No, God, no. And then I, I'll I'll just go home and then I'll come in early on Wednesday and post that Tuesday's episode. Yeah. And the show, we're going to sh- start the show at 7? Yeah. I wish we could start it at six. Uh, me too. Kenny, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. Uh huh. Yeah. Hi, Kenneth. Kenneth Allen Olson. Uh, yeah. that mechanic guy, buddy of ours from So St. Paul. Andy? Andy, that's right. Yeah. Does he ever, he doesn't have loaners or cars he sells, does he? Uh, he, he may. Oh. Yeah, I would call him because I, I think uh, he might be in that business. I, I don't think constantly, but... Have you talked to Tom, Kenny? He might have a an in. <clears throat> There's a bunch of them Can in I the back. Can I turn down the lights a hair? Not really, because it's... Here. That is a good <clears throat> idea. Are those still... Do you have to bid on them, Matthew, or can you just buy them outright? Those HBI you cars. Didn't do anything. Yeah, I did. The HBI what? The HBI it's cars. These are the killers. Uh, you talked to Tom about that. Yeah. Uh, they used to do secret bid, but he might just have a car. Because I, I just... know there's a couple of them in the way back. Because I've been parking in the way back the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Kenny, I, that Honda that I got was great. I is Matthew? No, Matthew got rid of it, didn't he? I Wasn't still the have. One ma- I you still, still have his red it. one. Yeah, I'm oh, driving okay. his red one. The silver one was the one we bought from okay. News, and it yeah. was fantastic. I just sent uh, Tom an email. Is that the one that, uh, when Joe climbed in, inspected the dash? Yeah, I think that was the one that had ripped seats and uh, <laughs> all-wheel drive. That was a that was a mean one, though, until it just completely ran into the ground. Because there's a nice, uh, or at least there was, I should say that was a nice uh, Chevy in the way back. It's probably got about 250 on it, though. Right. Well, because those news vehicles, I mean, they, they put miles on more than me. Hmm. Yeah, they're, they're constantly. Interesting uh, email from Chief. I didn't get it. Chief doesn't. No, he doesn't trust you guys. Remember when you. Oh, I'm not going to do that to you today. Rook, did you get that email for me for Megaphone? Did it come through? Uh, was that yesterday? I believe so. Yes, I believe. Okay, oh. so the Idaho guy knew one of the girls? Is that the deal? <clears throat> I don't know. Well, you were obsessed with this story a week ago. I'm done being obsessed by it. Why? I I think they got the right guy. Let's go. Kill him. Fry well, him. They're probably not going to do that. They have the death penalty in Idaho? Well, if anybody deserves to go, it's Oh, it's, this, it's him, it's for sure. 
Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Oh, Joe. Friends, this is Larry King. Joe. Nice to see. What? EcoFun is back. Great. I just threw it all away. Really? Yep. Wait. The you Did you just say the Idaho guy should be killed right now? Yeah. <laughs> Without the benefit of a trial. No, they don't need a trial. Okay, okay. Stalin. <laughs> Jeez, Suge. Kim Jong Joe. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Tell who, who's running Eco. Who's the salesperson? Tim Bloom. Well, email the sales guy and say, give me some copy. All right. Is it... Is that Chris? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it's Chris. Hold on, then. Please hold. Can you go, please? I smelled yeah. spring the other day. Come on. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, let's just get going. I didn't realize it was afternoon already. Well, yeah. I've been trying to tell you, but nobody listens to me. Huh? Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Sure, are you ready? Yeah. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you, by my count... Garage Logic Podcast number 999. Ooh, I had the fanfare ready. January 13th, Friday the 13th. Those have never bothered me. 2023. 48 degrees in 1987 was the record high on this date. And uh, back in 1916, she was a bit chilly at 30 below. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Jay in Roseville needs to have his email read to honor him for his diligence and his research. Okay. Gentlemen, I reviewed the full GL podcast archive to try and validate the true podcast number. Oh, boy. And I believe you are actually off by two. <laughs> that would make the January 12 podcast yesterday announced as number 998, the 1,000th podcast. Congratulations. That was fun. <laughs> that was a good time. As mentioned on the January 9 podcast, both of the shows for 12-9-2022 and 12-12-2022 were announced as pod- podcast number 978. Hmm. The same thing happened for shows on 5-8-2020 and 5-11-2020, both wow. announced as podcast 380. You went back. Maybe we can bring back the old model for 2023. Close, Close enough. enough. Also a ray of hope about the failed academy. My son will be a freshman in high school next year and toured our local public school, Roseville High School, as part of orientation. The principal gave a presentation touting the importance of trade work, how the school will prepare kids for any career path, and that college is not for everybody. Then we toured the recently built automotive repair classroom, a full working shop complete with lifts and tools. He spent half an hour talking to the teacher and touring the shop, followed by another half hour touring the woodworking shop. For the first time in years, he is excited about school. Isn't that wonderful? Mm, That's That's really fantastic. Okay, uh, Jay in Roseville, uh, there's no getting around what you've discovered. We'll take his word for it. And as long as you've discovered that, you know what I'm going to call today's podcast? Hmm. Number 998. 
then Monday will be number 999, and Tuesday will be 1,000. Okie doke. All right, so let's start the show over. Please, right. uh, please okay. start the show over. <laughs> start here. Are you, you going to start or you making want me to hit the theme? Rattle come on. You're just making it up. Rattle let's go. Okay. So awesome. Are we ready? Yep. Rattle Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Nope, bring... nope, nope, nope. I'm nope, sorry. No Ace. That's right. Rattle Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 998, January 13th, 2023. 48 degrees was the high on this day in 1987, and it was as chilly as 30 below on this day in 1916. And now, from the mayor's That's office right. above right. the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, Monday it's will Garage be 999 with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology the, Corner, uh, people Kenny Olson, attend the, the show on Tuesday, John Height will be getting the genuine deal. They'll be getting the 1,000th podcast. Here is your flashlight king, Love to fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your man. Joe Sushi. We just left some money on the table, didn't we? I think we did. We're doing four free shows. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those emailing, by the way, about the um, 1,000th podcast, the tickets have been claimed. For a long time. For, for quite some time, and we're sorry that we can't accommodate all of the people that wanted to, uh, to join us on Tuesday. Yeah. I got a note from uh, our buddy... Uh, Jordy, yep. who writes the uh, the Penn Biden Center, where classified documents from Joe Biden's time as VP were found, lies at the center of the latest controversy affecting the president. And then uh, Jordy wanted me to read a story about the high the Hunter Biden China classified documents mystery. It also has been discovered that sixty classified documents were found in boxes in Biden's garage where he also keeps a very nice-looking 1967 Corvette Stingray. And Jordy notes that a 1967 Stingray can lose 65 classified documents in 4.7 seconds. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. See, that was a, that was a boom, boom, boom. But That's you weren't funny. listening. No, I was. Yeah. Now, speaking of these documents... I was listening, uh, going up and down the dial, driving in, and I tuned into the Glenn Beck show. And they've either discovered him previously, or uh, unbelievably enough, they've just discovered Hank Johnson. Ah, Hank is continuing to represent some portion of the Atlanta area as a representative in Washington D.C. Okay, Hank came to our attention in 2010 when he was worried that the island of Guam would tip over because of additional military service, and the uh, admirals that he was grilling had to say, we really don't anticipate that. Well, now it turns out, and uh, the Beck gang had a great point, why isn't Hank Johnson gone to for everything? Hank Johnson... Corresponded on all matters. Oh, I would go to Hank, (laughs) as those guys said, I would go to Hank for everything. Right. Because you think of the, the... We got a congenital liar in Congress with this Santos nutcase. And we've got all kinds of nutcases in Congress. Uh, 
including Hank Johnson, who's quite literally, I would think, could meet the medical definition of idiocy. <laughs> he, 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 he thinks an island can flip over. Right. And now, for some reason, somebody got to him, I don't know who it was, and asked him about what he thinks of the discovery of these uh, classified documents that Biden apparently took with him when he left the vice presidency response to it all is that alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of uh, of uh, Joseph Biden uh, you know I mean there's so much that needs to be um, investigated and um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated but I'm suspicious of the timing of it I'm, I'm also aware of the fact that Things can be planted on people. Places and things can be planted. Um, Things things can be planted in places uh, and then discovered conveniently. That may be what has occurred here. I'm not ruling that out. But I'm I'm open in terms of the investigation. Needs to be investigated. These are the people that represent us. This guy thinks a place can be... Investigated. Yeah, you can do that. You could move Atlanta to a different state, Let's for go. example, mm-hmm. and then conveniently discover something there. You know? Right. This guy's a moron. That uh, that view that Republicans planted the uh, documents. Yes. Also shared by Joy uh, Behar. I, saw I don't that. think any mention of her should ever darken <laughs> this show. She's another one that would meet the medical definition of. Idiocy. Mm. <laughs> there was a fun uh, thread on Twitter this morning about just how dumb she is, and Boy, it was it was just delightful to read. Do you My realize God. that Hank's been representing Georgia's fourth congressional district since two thousand seven? Well, what does that say about the people he represents? Thank you. Good God yeah. in heaven! Yeah. <laughs> Don't we have enough trouble? I should go to his, what's that website, poll something or other? What, di- what district did you say, Chris? Uh, Georgia's 4th Congressional District. I believe it's the Atlanta area. It is. Oh, that's what I was wondering. And he has a constituency wow. of people he is apparently hoodwinked I gotta into believing the... that he can actually function. All right, I got to find the poll results from 2022. Oh, God. What? This is going to be earth-shattering. Landslide. Georgia's 4th Congressional District election, Joe, happened back in all the way back in 2022. Sure. In which the incumbent, Hank Johnson. Hank, our man Hank. Received 216,332 votes. Okay. The Republican candidate that ran against him by the name of Jonathan Chavez received... 59,302. Hank Johnson got 79% of the votes. Give me the total of votes for Johnson again. 216. 216,000 people in Georgia believe that islands can tip over. Um, Yep. But wait a second. Yes, sir. Isn't that more of a reflection on the Republican offering for that office? (laughs) That's a good that's a, point. That's a way to look at it. I mean, it. how dumb do you have to be well, in order to be beat by this you know, clown? Well, Kenny, yeah, yeah, you know what? You make a decent point because in 2018, or excuse me, in 2020, Hank did receive 80% of the vote with 278,000. Mother of God in heaven. And he beat Josie Cruz as a Mudin, as a who received 69,000 votes. 
As long as we're on the line, uh, along the path of recognizing just how oh my God. frightfully in trouble we are with who's leading this country, mm-hmm. it's time for our old game, Rook versus Kamala Harris. Oh, boy. Oh, we've right. played that in a long time. I, I think the I fans love that. Here, what should they do? And, uh, and you know how this <laughs> works, Rook. You are the vice president. Yep. You are Mr. Vice President Matthew Mikulski. And you've uh, you appeared this yep. week at Ann Arbor, yep, University of Michigan, and you joined Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm at the university and University of Michigan professor Kyle White in a conversation on the climate crisis. In fact, you were there yesterday. Yep, uh, you were at the university's Rackham Auditorium, mm. and <laughs> and you. He sounds surprised. <laughs> Very nice venue. What? Very nice venue. How many yes. days did you spend at the old Rackham? Well, we uh, we Rackhammered pretty good there. And you, uh, sir, were asked mm-hmm. uh, to describe the momentum of environmental advocacy as it is being spurred both by optimism and, of course, the fact that we're in environmental crisis. Mm-hmm. But your specific question is, could you describe the momentum of the env- uh, the environmental, could you describe the momentum of yours and others' environmental advocacy as this country uh, deals with uh, both the optimism of your wow. movement and, of course, the crisis we face? Mr. Uh, Vice President, could you, I'll ask the question now officially. Okay. Mr. Vice President, could you describe the momentum of uh, environmental advocacy as it is being spurred by both optimism and crisis? Uh, the momentum of these, uh, these environmentalists um, is overpowering. Mm. It's overpowering. They are in your face. They have statistics. They have a lot of momentum, unfortunately, uh, I do not uh, agree with what they um, say that we are in a climate emergency. That there's a there's well, they use the word date, crisis. Crisis. Sir. Okay. That there's a there's an end date down the road here where the entire Earth will implode. So, you know, personally, I believe that um, uh, the Earth is bigger than these uh, environmentalists and these activists, mm-hmm. and um, I think they're wasting a lot of time, even though. They have uh, great numbers and such. Um, I want them to. Uh, I want them to come to the realization that nature is bigger than man, mm-hmm. and that the the climate is changing. But it's not because of the cars we drive, uh, the paper we recycle, or the type of gas that we burn. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, so I would I would tell them yes, they do have momentum, but it's misguided. It, yeah. They're going they're going nowhere. It's a very uh... It's a very interesting answer, sir, given the forum uh, would have anticipated that you would have been fully on board with uh, your environmental advocacy and acknowledging a terrible crisis. I, I, commend yeah. your, I commend your independence of thought on this. Thank you. But, but the booze that. right now coming from the crowd. Oh, yeah, boo. it's a tough crowd. Boo. Tough crowd, but this is a tough position to be in. When you are in this situation, right. you have to... Uh, it's not easy being the vice president, is, is it, no, Mr. Vice no, President? No, it's not. Yeah. I have the Corvette, the paperwork in my garage. I tell you. 
No, that was a different vice president, Oh, that's sir. the future. Okay. Gotcha. That's no, current, that's no, a, that, that was, was the, the past. past. That's right. That was the past. Okay, now that's that's Rook versus Kamala Harris. Here's Kamala asked the Would same, you please ask the current vice president uh, the same question? Madam Vice President, uh, could you please uh, describe what you believe to be the momentum of environmental advocacy as it is being spurred by both optimism and crisis? Mm-hmm. I think of this moment as a moment that is about great momentum, inspired by, yes, optimism, inspired by a crisis, no doubt, um, but inspired by also our collective ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. Hmm. And that's critically important. It's critically important. Rook wins hand down. Not, hands not even down. close. Okay. Not, not even close. Not, not, even, even, close. not even close. Nope. Was it close? Not even. You are a better vice president than Kamala Harris. Wow, I'll take the gig. Yeah. I'll take the gig. There was another question too. She is certifiably and medically uh convicted of idiocy. Idiocy, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there also another question, Mr. Uh, Speaker, about the Caribbean uh nations? Well, I believe ask? she uh, uh you're catching me a little bit off guard, but okay. uh by uh you asked the question oh, of the vice I president. Can. Uh, if you don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind, don't mind at all. Uh, no, a- you, acquiescing and that I'm time. not the speaker, I'm just a moderator. <laughs> the at, moderator at Rackham Auditorium. Uh, point of privilege, point of privilege. Right, point I'd, of uh, privilege. Harumph. <laughs> if if I'm asked, I would rather be asked questions by the mayor of Garage Logic only. Oh, okay. So I'm to ask Rook what? <laughs> well, you, you no, can ask, ask me, the, uh, the, the, the troublesome storms that we've been having uh, over a period of years, Mr. Vice President Mikulski, uh, several uh, areas have been greatly infe- uh, greatly uh, uh, damaged, affected. affected by these storms, including the Caribbean nations. Um, you know, and, and some of those people just haven't had the ability to regroup and rebuild. Do you have any thoughts about uh, that part of, the, of our world? Uh, it's a part of the world that's been involved with typhoons, hurricanes, uh, since 4.5 billion years. Sure. And unfortunately, they're in a track of the hurricanes. There's nothing you really can do. You can't stop it. You can try to help build better uh, framework, and but that's up to that country. That country has to take it upon themselves to make sure they're building, uh, maybe not necessarily with OSHA requirements, but... Uh, a stable apartment building, hotel, etc. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, uh, as harsh as it may seem and such, they just need to um, they need to up their game a little bit. They mm-hmm. need to pull up their their bootstraps. Sure. Uh, what's that uh, song? Uh, lift yourself uh, dust up. Dust me off. Lift yourself off. Dust yourself yep. off. Dust yourself Take off. a look around. Take a look around. Yeah. Yeah. Start all over Start again. All over. Start all over. Again. It's a harsh yeah. reality. There's no. Um, there's no plus side to it mm-hmm. other than they have to take responsibility and be big boys or be big con- countries and uh, big country oh. and such. Big and uh, we're at the mercy of nature again. You know, when's the next one going to hit? <laughs> Mr. President, if I may, Mr. Vice President, Mr. Vice President, if I may, do you feel it's the uh, job or duty of the United States and the taxpayers to... Uh, Enable this sort of um, what do we call it? Rebuilding. Rebuilding of the infrastructure. Yes, thank you. I think we can offer a couple of hammers, some nails, maybe some lumber. 
Get a couple of... Get Fratelloni involved? <laughs> yeah, Some repurposed two-by-fours? Yeah, two by yeah get a couple of union guys to zip down there and say, here's what you're doing here, uh, Tiger. We're going to put uh, this uh, thing together. One more question, Mr. Vice President. What, uh, if any, do, uh, does OSHA, what do they have to do with uh, building codes? Well, you know, OSHA is the uh, oh boy. The, the proper um, facility, uh, facilitator and such uh, to make sure that um, things are done properly, uh, done well, uh-huh. Um, and uh-huh. such. Well, that's and, a wrong answer, Mr. Vice President. Well, I, um, I'm, do you, I'm, I, I, it's I'm, I don't hear you anymore. You must be. There it's was, uh, Mr. Vice President, it slips my mind. What exactly does OSHA stand for? That's an acronym, is it not? Occupational Hazard. Nope. That's S. You missed the S. Occupational Safety. Safety Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. There's no H in OSHA. <laughs> no, so. O S H A Association. There you go. That's fine. Close now, enough. Uh, Close enough. <laughs> Madam Vice President. Dukes of uh, Hazard, he says. Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Yes. Your views on the uh, the okay. Caribbean. I convened, and I've convened now at least three times, uh, a group that has is their acronym CARICOM. It is the Caribbean nations, island nations, in the Western Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. That is where the Caribbean is. We are also in the Thank Western you. Hemisphere. They are our neighbors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Rookie wins again. <laughs> she had to explain that. That is the worst See, condescension I've ever. Is that when you talk down to people? Yeah. Okay. That's the part, though, that she's nodding. You know, they're in the Western Hemisphere, and she's nodding as if, you know, Nobody knows. Get it? Know that. Get it? Get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you ever saying think about it from a global perspective? Oh. Which is not only what we do, we have a responsibility to do within our country, oh, but globally. To... Well, it just goes on and on. Uh, the uh, her appearance at Rackham Auditorium at Michigan was well, well covered, and there's quite a bit of audio from her. But once again. Uh, Mikulski versus Harris proves that rookie is no a, contest is a is a better vice more gifted vice president. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, than uh, than this certified idiot. <laughs> can you imagine this? Can you? I'm sorry, that slipped out by accident. This country finally gets around to electing a, a female vice president, and they opt for the dumbest person on the planet. Isn't that something? It's amazing it to really me. It really is. It really is. So many brilliant minds out there, and we got that. Yeah. Well, we'll move on. I, I always love to play rookie versus Kamala. You've not lost yet. No, and I. You know what? I haven't even. I have not previewed those questions. No, you haven't. Uh, they're just thrown at me, and uh, I just give you what I got. And you handle it the way of. of yes, uh, you in the back. Yes, please. Hank Johnson. Yes. Yeah, Hank. In 2008, yeah, received 224,492 votes, which was 99.91% of the vote. He ran unopposed. Goodness. Well, goodness. You just looked like you were too good a And mood. we're supposed to take this country. <laughs> we're supposed to take these people seriously. I was scribbling up while I was playing Colin. I went, you got to be essing me. What? It's, it's everywhere you look uh, under the theme of everything's upside down. There was some 
certified idiot, medically qualified as, <laughs> as for idiocy, on CNN who said, a gas stove in your house is like a car running in your house. No. <laughs> well, it isn't. No, it it no, isn't anything no. like that. But uh, we're supposed to take... I come in here <laughs> every bleeping day, and I'm supposed to take these people seriously? These I miss, people are idiots. I misspoke. He also ran unopposed in 2008. Uh, no, I don't think it's necessarily unrelated to point out my growing fascination. Fascination might be too strong a word. My growing interest in the whole alien, unidentified aerial phenomenon uh, stuff. stuff that we have going on. Uh, and I predict, I was talking to Kenny about this, because he too is a believer, or willing to believe. I predict this year will be a big, I'm being serious now, yep. a big breakout year in this news. Uh, too many credible people are weighing in on this topic. And we're going to discover that what we think we don't understand is either our creation, and the government is trying to protect it from Russia and China knowledge or little Kim's knowledge. So we're we're putting the clamp on the on the stuff that even our own people see, our own Navy pilots, or it will be determined that no, this isn't our stuff. We're not that advanced yet. And we didn't invent this, and we don't know what this is. Uh, and I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to continue to watch it. I get I got an email today from Gary who writes, uh, "Oh, he didn't want his name used." Shoot. Okay. Well, I just said the first name, which was Larry Robert. Uh, I've been a loyal listener since April of 93 when the GL boundaries and foundations were being staked and laid. I'm amazed at the evolution of your show has gone through. More importantly, I find myself in lockstep with your take, excluding the staff you have, on the world at large about 90% of the time, which is unmatched by any other media source. I have heard you on one ten twenty two mention an alien series, and I tried searching for such a series, but there are quite a few of them, and those I have seen are clunkers in the long run. What is the specific title you are watching, and where is it carried? As an aside, when you have a best of, is it possible to hear show number one from 1993, asking for a friend? Sincerely, SOS, slow, old, and smart. Yeah, the show it. that I watch is just called Aliens. It's on the History Channel. Aliens are ancient aliens. Yeah, and I believe it's Channel. on Mon- is it Monday nights and Friday nights. That's on tonight. Uh, Scott Matura from Montana weighs in. Joe, why do so many ancient peoples around the planet have paintings and images of other human figures that look like they're in spacesuits? And images that are anatomically correct that you can only see from the sky. Huh. They were probably here and decided we weren't far enough along. Pushing back with knowledge and nerves got mature in Montana. Many people are weighing in. We no longer have to be afraid of being considered daffy by this. Right. You know, it, it's happening. It's And I'm interested. I don't, again, the only reason the government could, there's two reasons the government could be keeping this from us. They don't, they're, we know that the government's got too many Hank Johnsons and Kamala Harris's in it. Right. They're idiots. <clears throat> 
or, or, or two, they're not idiots. They've invented this stuff, and we're trying to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. See, Those are the only so two many, possibilities. Right. Oh, now, I think there's more possibilities. This could be um, subterfuge. They, they could be creating this for reasons we do not yet understand. They being who? The government, the military, the defense. Uh, I know department. you bounced this off me before, and I can't follow that <gasps> reasoning. Right, it doesn't make sense yet, but it wouldn't be the first time that there's been a misdirection. Here's what I want to say, though. We both watch this show on uh, the History Channel, and from time to time, most every time, it gets out there, and oh, yeah. the theories yeah. get uh, rather outrageous. Yeah. The show that I watched, I believe it was Monday night. No, it was Tuesday. Tuesday night was a repeat of a uh, series that air, first aired in 2019 on the Vice Channel. Which I didn't know existed, by the way, but I said into my microphone when he told me about it, Vice Channel, and it went right to the Vice Channel. And isn't the that great, series, isn't that great how that works? Yeah. The series, uh, many parts to the series, is called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Insiders. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the one that gives us fighter pilots, radar operators, sonar operators, defense uh, higher-ups. and John Podesta. R- legitimate, real people who have had uh, encounters with UFOs. And it's uh, much more credible, if you ask me, than uh, our favorite show, Aliens and Ancient Aliens. Speaking of uh, the government and those type of questions, Mr. Johnson, could you please weigh in on uh, aliens maybe possibly roaming amongst us? My my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. We don't. We don't anticipate that. Great so. answer. <clears throat> How am I supposed to take any of this seriously? You're not. It's a sitcom. These people are buffoons. Yeah. Buffoonery. You know, I have a good sign of spring. What do you got? EcoFun Motorsports. <clears throat> oh, nice. I smelled spring the other Tis day, the and when I smell spring, I smell getting my scooter out of storage. Okay. It's up at EcoFun in Forest Lake. There are two EcoFun Motorsports locations in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just immediately west of Interstate 35E, and the uh, store in Burnsville off the service road near County Road 42, both with uh, great quantities of electric bikes, all the gas scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, golf carts, 4x4s, youth recreational equipment, helmets, apparel, great service. These people can really do great service on your stuff, and they have a pickup and delivery uh, option that you can pursue. I've used it. It's very modestly priced. I enjoy it. And uh, I can't tell you enough that when I say the words EcoFun, I am thinking spring. And we're on the, you know, as a 21st-er, I can tell you, we're over the hump. I mean, as a 21st-er, as a 21st-er, get to EcoFun and get your order in now and have it ready for when the... uh, the 57,000 inches of snow that city council people think we have on the street at last melts and you can right. begin doing your errands on those fun scooters or letting the kids out in the yard with their youth recreational equipment. It's EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville. <clears throat> well, you can't beat Rook versus Kamala. Kamala, 
Uh, it's not even, we don't even do Rook versus Hank Johnson. Two-year-old could beat Hank right. Johnson. Right, that's uh, mere child's play. Yeah. I'm going to run that as an experiment uh, before uh, uh, a six-year-old I have in mind. And I'm going to ask her, you know what an island is, right? And she'll probably say yes. Yeah. And I'll say, can an island tip over? And I want to see what she says. What do you think she'll say? She'll say no. She'll say no. No, it's part of the earth. Uh, <laughs> oh, good catch. So what am I supposed to be learning from this uh, Drudge Report piece? Well, I just <clears throat> thought there were some interesting headlines in the right side column that that alerts me to the idea that this is going to bust out in the news more and more this year. No. Yeah. Kenny, I need from you today a Seafoam and a DK Mag. I forgot to tell you that earlier. Oh. Oh, you did, didn't you? Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Give me one second. Where is Big Boy? One o'clock, Yes. What did he say? He goes, I'd be honored. It would be my honor. <laughs> I'd be honored. You see the picture of that moron with the hat? The I, big tall hat? We talk, didn't we talk? No, about I know, it? but I finally saw the picture of it. <laughs> what? What is he doing? He, doesn't he look like the... the? He looks like Hank Johnson. No, uh, the... What movie is that? Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. He looks like the... Hi, Joker. No, he looks like the, the drill sergeant oh. in Full Metal Jacket with that hat on. I am wearing a hat. Because <laughs> it does. My hat, it has three corners. Well, remember the... Three, uh, three corners is my hat. Is it Pharrell Williams? He was wearing that on the Grammys, and Ricey says, I gotta get me a hat like that. A hat like that. Where did he get a hat like that? He, he didn't. It's photoshopped. Oh. I think Jeremy did it. <laughs> you want to talk about this event Tuesday? Well, I mean, we, we can, but... Well, I want you to. Well, all right. Or I will. Why don't you? Yeah. I'll do it. Okay. Is Kenny got something here? Yes. It is as you say. Let's go. Hold on one second. I'm going to pull up a bumper song. Bumper. Rubber bubby baggy bumpers. Rubber bumper baby buggies. Um, rubber bumper baby buggies. Rubber bumper baby buggies. Rubber bumper baby buggies. Rubber bumper baby buggies. I think I learned how to do it fast. Yeah, you did pretty good there. Come on. I'm waiting. I got an ad on YouTube. Sorry. What does that have to do with our show? Because I want to play PK Mail. We haven't heard PK in a while. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Hey, it's been a while since uh, I've reminded everybody about this great website. You can surf on over to seafoamworks.com, an excellent source on the proper use of all seafoam products. They also have some really good advice on their website about reviving bad running engines, seafoam motor treatment. It can be used to stabilize fuel for up to two years. That means it's perfect for storing equipment. You don't have to drain that gas tank anymore. And everything it does for small engines it also does for the big ones, cars, trucks, tractors, and everything you can think of, both gas and diesel. Great preventive medicine and great for reviving old engines, uh, trannies too, for that matter. 
with Seafoam Tranny Tune. Check out that website, seafoamworks.com, and you'll find it everywhere. It's our local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. You know what we're going to have Tuesday night for the 1,000th podcast celebration in Hopkins? What? Prizes. Really? Really some neat stuff, yeah, that'll be given away. Uh, And... uh, you got to have your tickets with you. Unfortunately, or fortunately, it's sold out. There is no way to get a ticket, and you will be witnessing uh, the 1,000th podcast. 99. Actually, it's, it won't be, but we'll call it that, right? Because yes, that's close that's enough. That's what it is, right? Close uh, enough. But, yeah, I got a call yesterday about all this neat stuff that's going to be Very cool. given to the attendees. Uh, I suppose based on a drawing or some sort of thing. Uh, there's a little bit more of uh, Vice President Harris that I forgot to include. In All right, this is uh, Kamala. Seconds. The border, by many people's account, is not secure. By Border Patrol agents who are there telling the media they just don't believe it is. Do you believe the border is secure now? I will tell you something. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border, and that is what we are doing. The border. So in other words... <laughs> That's our highest priority, meaning well, it can't be. it's it's not secure at all right now. No, no. <laughs> she doesn't even realize the irony of her own statement. We uh, Other than that, though, everything's just okay. We lost Jeff Beck the other day. Mm-hmm. And I got a great email from a guy named Ted Guth, who writes, Joe attaches a story about a phone conversation I had with Jeff Beck. Ted in Maiden Rock, and the uh, when I printed, uh, I'll try to read it, but the printing came out very uh, small. Joe, I was listening to your one twelve twenty three podcast and heard the discussion about the unfortunate passing of guitar legend Jeff Beck. I have a Jeff Beck story you may find interesting. The story took place in two thousand four. I have a small vintage Corvette business, which I op- I had a small vintage Corvette business, which I operated in Savage, Minnesota. I always maintained a couple of dozen of these cars in inventory. They range in years from 1953 to 1967. I had a website presence and sold and shipped many of my cars to Europe. One day the phone rang. I answered it, and there was a guy on the other end with a British accent who told me he was calling from Great Britain. It was not uncommon for me to get a phone call from overseas. He inquired about a restored and correct 1967 427 Roadster I had on my website. We discussed that particular car and had a couple of other 67 427 Roadsters in coupes, also in inventory. It was clear that he was looking for the rare and expensive 435 horsepower optioned car. Due to the costs of those particular cars, I told him that I never inventoried cars with that specific engine option. Because of this, I wasn't able to meet his needs. We talked for a while about my little dealership, and he talked about the cars he owned. His were primarily street rods, though he was starting to collect American muscle cars from the mid to late 60s. He seemed very pleasant, and I enjoyed talking to him. Below is a transcript of the conversation after we were done discussing cars. British gentleman, how far are you from Chanhassen, Minnesota? Me? Well, I'm guessing that Savage is about 30 minutes from Chanhassen. Why? British gentleman, I was at Prince's Paisley Park studio in Chanhassen a couple of years ago. 
Me, doing what? British gentleman. Recording music. Back then, Paisley Park was the best studio in the world. Me, are you a technician or a producer? British gentleman, neither. I'm a musician. Oh, my, what's your name? British gentleman, Jeff Beck. Me, Jeff Beck. I continue with a string of expletives that would make my grandmother proud. I'm a big fan of yours. What's it like to work with Prince? Jeff Beck, I never met Prince. I was at Paisley Park for just one week, Monday through Friday. The record company I was under contract with had rented one of the studios there for that week. There wasn't much else going on at Paisley Park when I was there. I rarely saw anyone other than those people I was working with. Me. Too bad you didn't get to meet Prince. Uh, Jeff Beck. Well, I think I came close to meeting him. I was in the commissary on Friday, the last day I was there. I was making a cup of tea, as I had done many times uh, each of the previous four days. As usual, there was no one around but me in this large room. The door opened, and a big man in a dark suit walked in and asked me what I was doing there. I told him I was making tea. He told me I had to get out of the commissary immediately. I apologized and told him that I had been down here making tea all week, and nobody told me I couldn't be in here. He informed me that Prince was now on the property, and because of this, much of the facility was off-limits to me and anyone else. He then asked me what business I had being at Paisley Park Studios. I told him that my record company had rented a particular studio for the week. He then asked me what my name was, and I told him. He didn't say anything, but he had a confused look on his face. He turned around and walked away. I don't believe that he knew me. I hope you and your podcast listeners enjoy my Jeff Beck story. Rest in peace, Jeff, Ted, and Maiden Rock. Isn't that great? Don't get, really what, cool. what year was, was Jeff there? Did he happen to cite that by chance? I think it was 89. He was cool. there. I know he was there in 89 with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and they were practicing for their upcoming tour. Wow. Uh so eighty nine, that would Chanhassen would have basically been out in the middle of the country back then, right? Right. Well, he was talking to him. That's cool. In the two thousands, and Beck said I was there a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. maybe it was after that. Yeah. Uh, but I think the guy he's referencing isn't that uh, his bodyguard chick. I have no idea. He he was a big, big, big mountain of a man. Well, whoever the oaf was, he didn't know who Jeff Beck well, I, was. I wouldn't call him an, an oaf. No, yeah, he, he I could, am going to. He could he take was all a, of us on at once. He was a gentle giant. Okay, he, he gentle would, giant, but he didn't know who Jeff Beck sweetheart. was, which surprises me. He have, was the one that when uh, I was at that Miles Davis show at Glam Slam, and I was upstairs, and Prince was right next to me at the bar, and uh, I said uh, to Prince, thanks for uh, bringing Miles in, and I felt somebody pushing against my shoulder and I, I turned and looked up and up and up <laughs> and up <laughs> and he didn't say anything to me he just looked at me and that was my cue get away yeah get away no get more talking no right. more talking right. uh, what a cool story i have further corroboration of the uh, i had another jeff beck note from an emailer who sent me a video of Jeff Beck joining, uh, uh, I'm having a mental blank. Who is the lead guitar? Pete Townsend. Uh, and Pete Townsend and Jeff Beck uh, were on stage with a uh, an orchestral ensemble in uh, England and uh, playing a song in which 
both Townsend and Beck were seated. They were sitting with their guitars, and it was all Beck could do to not spring out of his chair when it came time for him to play the lead. Oh, wow. Oh, what's the song? Oh, it'll come to me. I have further corroboration that uh, perhaps the most principal problem in the failed academy is the number of administrators who have nothing to do and as a result of having nothing to do have pretty much ruined the failed academy. Okay. Because what they ultimately decided that they must do was task themselves with making sure no kid was ever uncomfortable. Thus, you have the uh, the teacher at Hamlin not being re-signed for her contract because she managed to make some kid uncomfortable. Right. And there was nobody to say, go bleep yourself, which the <laughs> failed academy needs. Which is what some people are saying, thank God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thousands of administrators at Stanford that they ultimately put out a language advisory, which they took so much heat for, they took it off the the map. And then you've got thousands of administrators at Southern Cal, and they're all scurrying to come up with new ways to find that make kids uncomfortable. And in the School of Social Work, they came up with the idea that the word field might be traumatizing, could be racist. Uh, and th- this is all the fault of them being too administratively top-heavy. Right. And now we learn, and this is for our friends at the Center of the American Experiment, We uh, and this is by Katrin uh, uh, Wigfall, and she writes, My previous post on ballooning district administrative growth nationwide led many to ask about Minnesota-specific numbers. While school district administrative growth in the state has not mirrored that across the nation, principal assistant principal growth, a separate category, in the state is nearly 10 times greater than teacher growth between 2000 and 2019, according to Minnesota data from the National Center for Education Statistics compiled by the Center of the American Experiment. The number of principals and assistant principals on K-12 public school staff increased nearly 40% from fall of 2000 to fall of 2019, compared to 4% growth in teachers over the same time period. The principal-assistant principal growth is a bit of a head-scratcher for me, given the low teacher growth. Perhaps the growth is primarily due to more assistant principals being added to schools. I welcome thoughts on a potential Y factor. Hmm. Instructional aides have grown by nearly 36%. Guidance counselors have grown by 38%. And student support staff has grown by 135%. Wow. This includes nurses, social workers, psychologists, speech therapists, etc., Student mental health concerns, GL has predicted that will become a bigger and bigger dynamic in the failed education system. Student mental health concerns have been at the forefront of education-related conversations recently with numerous studies associating school closures with adverse mental health systems. So there you have it, uh, further corroborating evidence that hand-in-hand with the academy failing is the growth in administration. 
And I submit to you, let's just go back to Stanford, with 15,700 administrators and only 16,900 students, you have too many administrators who quite literally have to invent a reason for them being there. And the reason they've invented, it strikes me, is that they have decided that no child shall be made uncomfortable. So they keep finding these absurd examples of what they believe, because they're idiots, they believe could cause discomfort, thus the word field. Or in Hamlin's case, uh, a, a depiction of Allah shown after great forewarning that if this bothers you, you may leave the class. And so what do we do? We don't go say, go bleep yourself right. if you're upset. You were given plenty of warning. We can the teacher because somebody was made. And I'm sure involved in that decision to not re-sign the adjunct professor uh, or administrators, among them would be the vice president for ironically named inclusive excellence. Mm-hmm. So you've got too many of these people on board and they're ruining the whole thing. It's pretty much ruined. There are a few schools where maybe this is under control, but I'm essentially unaware of them. It's almost as though all the academies in the country decided on the same day, let's ruin this. Who oversees them? Well, I would imagine, let's take a school like Hamlin, I would imagine the uh, Fainese Miller, the so-called president of what used to be Hamlin, because it's no longer a school in my estimation, 1854 to, 19, to 2022, rest in peace. <laughs> I would imagine Fainese Miller, uh, the president of Hamlin, uh, or the presidents of other schools, they oversee the administration. But nobody oversees the president? Uh, it could be, and I guess in the case of a public school, it would be a board of regents might oversee the president. Well, in the case of Hamlin, uh, she needs to go. Well, of course. it's uh, They should lose their accreditation as a but school. They're there's not a school. N- there's nobody there to show her the door. No, because all of the administrators put in place would be there to to pat her on the back and say, yes, we've caused some Islamophobia here. We must do something about this, harumph, harumph, and out goes the teacher. Uh, There's even Muslim organizations. Such there's even Muslim organizations that are against the school. Oh, many, many Muslims and many Muslim organizations think Hamlin is acting ridiculously. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, that's been well noted. I'm, I'm aware of that. And in fact, I'm sure there are many Muslim organizations that are embarrassed by this yeah. and, and believing this does our program no good whatsoever for you to act like this. It shows that we're intolerant and, and quick to hit the trigger. And we're not. Those organizations are saying we're not that way at all. And here come this, here come these fools who are led by their own sense of virtue, and they really don't know what they're doing. Right, and uh, it's not education; it's just not an education. And Hamlin, forever in my mind, is no longer a university. Yeah. So, but getting back to the center of the American experiment, there's further corroboration in the state of Minnesota that there's just this great emphasis on hiring more and more and more administrators and and uh, what, what was I calling them? 
student, uh, what did I call them? Uh, not only more assistant principals, uh, but more and more uh, aides, guidance counselors, things of that nature, nurses and what have you. And none of it has to do with reading, writing, and arithmetic. <clears throat> Nothing. You know, um, I hate to pile on. Actually, I don't. I don't hate to pile on. Um, but I discovered another piece of audio that I from? think is worthy of your time. From? Well, her name is Alexandria Occasional uh, Cortex. But I like to call her AOC. Right. And she has weighed in on the gas stove controversy. Oh, I'd like to hear this. Um, I'd like to hear this. All I'm going to say to you and the GLers is, is buckle up. All right. Are you ready? She Good was responding right. to some criticism by this those. This is a woman who couldn't boil water. Right. She was responding to some criticism by those pointing out that she herself has been videoed using a gas stove because mm -hmm. she likes to chronicle everything on social media. Oh. <clears throat> I do think it's funny that like absolute utter Republican meltdown where they're like, you can take my gas stove or my cold dead hands or how dare you talk about gas stoves. You have a gas stove. First of all, first of all, I rent, period. Second of all, mm. though, it doesn't even matter because by that logic, these are the same people who would have said we should have never gotten rid of leaded gasoline just because someone well, may have driven a gasoline car. Science evolves and gives know? us new knowledge with time. Oh, God. <laughs> <clears throat> she doesn't even realize how dumb she's being. I was listening to that while Joe was reading that email, and I was trying so hard to contain my my laughter. And, uh, it's sad. Um. First of all, I believe because there's, there, there's captions associated with said video, which I will post to the Garage Logic website. The word like shows up four times but in that 34 second clip. That's why I really but, worked on you guys to distinguish yourselves you from the rest of the world, is we don't use the word like. I'm glad What's that you have. frightening, though, is that there are people watching that going, yeah. You get yeah. them, AOC. Yeah. You're right. Like. I got a stove. And Make bartending great again. There was a great photo where someone had a regular gas stove with the four burners on top. And yeah, it said, we have one. I know that now. And it says gas stove. And then next to it is a is a stove that has the six burners. Yep. And it says assault stove. <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> you know what's great about a gas stove? Lighting, Lighting a up cigarette? a lung bar. I knew yeah. he was going to say that. <laughs> But, Kenny, that's like having a car idling in your house. Right, right there in the house. Right, right. that's going to kill me. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes. I don't know how we made it this far. Yes, sir. How did we get this far? AOC, she's my gal. How did we get this far? You know you, you look like you could use right get now? Patrick. You look like you could use a nice shower to calm down. You okay. know how you get a nice shower? You get great water. You get to talk slowly? From Hofferman Water, Joe. Okay. You get that Kinetico system installed? Ooh. Your shower is top drawer i mean and i mean, I mean like you'll have like the best shower like. on the block hofferman water is an independent water treatment dealer i have been a customer of hofferman and Connecticut for years and i'm very very happy that i made that switch and i know that you will be too 
Hofferman offers sales, service, and rentals, if you're interested, by the way, for Connecticut water treatment systems. And that portfolio includes water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems. And why not treat yourself with a new drinking water system? And that's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage. Yes, check. It's also going to protect your appliances. Check. Bad water is awful, and it can affect almost every aspect of your home. So get that new system. Your laundry's better. Your drinking water's better. And so are your relaxing showers after a tough day of listening to AOC. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Did you get a package? You didn't I order the sausage. I'll cut my hand off. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out? I'll shoot my eye out. Hey, Ken. You want to knock out DK at the end of Patrick? Sure. Sweet. Well, that's top drawer, UP. Hey, did you guys get mail the last two days? Yep. Yeah. I did not. Uh, down your way, they're having a lot of trouble getting mail. Is that right? Yep. Was there a story on it that I missed? Yes. Oh. Is it staffing, or what's the problem? Everything. All the above. Designs by Jeff. Oh, I bet this is going to be cool. A lot of wrapping here. Well, oh. careful. The reason it's in six layers of bubble wrap is probably because like it's... Christmas. He's going to end up ripping it in half. Wow. How cool is that? That's oh, wow. Cool. Look at that. How do I show it to the town council? To your right, just a hair. There you go. That is cool. Is that hand carved? Yeah. Holy crap. Is there crap. a note, Rook? Yeah, right yeah. there. What a nice piece of work. That's got to go above the, the hood in the other room. That's really... Lister from the beginning. I get crabby when you guys take days off. I can, can get you a sign. You need a Look sign? Look at that. Here's a sandblasted carved cedar sign to hang in the garage. Or light your next campfire with. Congrats on the years. Yeah, the 1,000 right. progress. Hail everything, Jeff. Designed by Jeff. By Joe, the way, this has got to go in your garage. You guys are buddies on my desk. He's got Jesse and me as bobbleheads. <laughs> we'll have to read this on the air. Suchi boy, you've got to put nice? that in the garage. That Isn't is that cool nice? as hell. Yeah, that is cool. Smells good, too. It smells is like it a actual boat. cedar? It smells like a boat shop. Yeah, that's cedar. This part. That is really... Here... Hold that up. I'm gonna. I'll tweet that out. That's cool. I wonder if he's got what? What was the name of the company? Designs by Jeff. Let's see if he's got a Twitter account. J E F F. Designs by J E F F. That's cool. What a nice piece. Thank you. <laughs> Is that going in the garage? Either that or here. Mmm. Oh. Crap.
got to call Patrick. Yes. No. Dummy, not. Uh... The problem is I have to type out his whole name because when I do REU, all my Reavers contacts pop up. I bet you find that terribly interesting. Makes what? no sense. When I search for Roycey in my phone, I have to yeah, type Yeah, when I go name. search for Reavers, I get Reavers only. I don't get 15 other names. Roycey always comes up. Where are you? Oh. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, good. I'm glad we caught you at a good time then. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, hang on. I am at the estate. Uh, the estate. All right, you ready? Kenny's going to do DK when we're done. Okay. I am rolling. This guy wears many hats. Just not indoors. Joe Souchere. This guy wears many hats. Just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Hey, Pat. Yes, Joe. What's up? Uh, what is up? What is up? Oh, well, I know, uh, I know, I know. Minor what? League Baseball's bringing robot umpires in 2023. Oh, no. To, uh, to all levels? All Minor League Baseball in 2023 will have robot umpires. How do they do that? What are they really? doing? Yep, that was just announced this morning, I saw. Seriously, how do they do that? I have no idea. Well, no, it's, it's the computer does it, and then uh, the... Uh, but the umpire gets a little beep or something and makes the call, you know. So, but it's, it, he doesn't call the balls and strikes. So we might have another incident if the computer's off. Though we can have an incident like Frankie Viola got thrown out of a game as a pitching coach in the uh, independent league for arguing with the, uh, the computer. With the computer. Yep. So, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're trying to get there. I wonder, you know, we just had 10 umpires retire. Seven of them were crew chiefs. And between adding adding these more road trips by having more, you know, teams spread out around the country with changing the schedule, but uh, and uh, also bringing in all this stuff about trying to decide whether a guy's cheating against the shift or not. I think some of them just said the hell with it. They'll take their nice retirement package. So um, it's, uh, it's, but you know, ultimately what this is going to cost us, Patrick, you'll never hear that. You'll never hear a great Earl meltdown like that anymore. Is baseball trying to kill itself? I don't know. None of nobody in MLB watched Brock Meyer. The final season of Brock Meyer predicted all of this, (laughs) all of it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Well, I said the other day, I said that uh, 2030, uh, we're going to have the hour and 50-minute game with the two-ball and one-strike count to the hitters, and uh, each inning starts with runners on first and third. Let's go. Come on. Oh, my God. uh, They have no confidence in themselves, (laughs) and, uh, you know, I would think there's a – Real blow to pride of the umpires because the good ball and strike umpires are the 
you know, the most revered guys in baseball, and now now it's going to be the computer. But a lot of a uh, lot of the young, uh, what the analytic uh, geniuses think it's a great idea. Oh, but they're killing now the game. What? They're ki- I'm okay. talking to serious fans who are wringing, they're wiping their hands of baseball. Oh God, yes, they're uh, they're in trouble. There's no doubt about it. But what? So what is going to be a strike? What is the computer? If it yeah. touches the line, is it a strike? Is it like if you're going out of bounds, are you, are you now going to have the computer determine how much of the ball, does a certain amount of the ball have to be in the strike zone, or does it just have to touch it? We got to, you know, is it going to be like if you're out of bounds in football, if you got one spike out, you're out of bounds? Did you make a if baseball got, move? Did you make a baseball yeah, you move? You have to make yeah, a baseball yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you got a seam on the corner, is it a strike? I don't know. So, yes, it's going to be, uh, they're going to make it uh, harder and harder and harder. So. Pat, our Wild had a nice effort last night against the Island. They were down one nothing yeah. through two periods and won at 3-1 to one with an empty matter. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, they uh, they uh, had kind of a. I think they got two tie points in the uh, in these three game losing streak. Right, two of those were overtime. They got three of the four points in the two games. Yeah, they beat the. Or they, they, they got a point for tying the Rangers, and they won last night. They're way. Who was in the? Who was betwixt the pipes last night? Gusty. Gusty came back, okay, because yep. they were yep. worried about whether he was going to be injured or not. So yep. Gusty's been way better than people thought. He was supposed to be a stiff, but uh, he's he's been pretty good. And, uh, you know, they're way better than I thought. I thought they were going to be marginal playoff team, but they're they're uh, they're pretty good. Right. Is Kaprasov uh, going to make it till the end of the year? He's playing uh, about the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> they don't... Uh, they uh, they let him if they need a goal they let him stay out there an extra shift and then they power play they that first shift on the power play is about a minute twenty now instead yep. of a you know fifty seconds because uh, you get him out there well it's the only time you get him and Eck out there together which is uh, Eck should be their his center now I think but mm-hmm. uh, they don't hey but his center scored the big goal last that's time. right damn still got that's the big right. Goal. You were uh, pretty impressed with the Gophers over Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, they played good. Uh, Darson Garcia, who went to Marquette and bailed out, then went to North Carolina and, and came home halfway through the season. And uh, it looked like a bust to me early in the year. He was he wanted to shoot jump shots, but he was down and dirty last night. And played, he got twenty eight points. Played real good, and then Joe, we got the big call. 1.7 seconds to go. That's tie game. The Gophers looks like they're going to uh, kick away another one because they had a nice lead, and then they let it get away. And uh, the guy from Ohio State blocks a shot, and they call it a foul, and our guy makes one out of two free throws, and they win the game. So I was – did you, Joe, I know you weren't watching, but they had the, ref, they had the coaches mic'd up, right? Yeah. That's going to be their big gimmick to try to get somebody to watch a Gopher to uh, not watch – college basketball now because the games are all, you know, they're just endless games. And uh, they had them all mic'd up all night. This is not just for little tidbits. They had them screaming all night. And these guys are lunatics. Ben Johnson, I love them, but shut up for two minutes. These guys are playing and they're screaming, Cardi, get over here. They're not listening to you. No, they're not listening. 
They're trying to watch this other guy. They're not over. You can't, you can't give constant instruction. The guy from Ohio State wasn't quite as bad. But this week, later this week, uh, Richard Patino from New Mexico and Tim Miles, our old friend, uh, now at San Jose State, are going to be mic'd up. So uh, we can, So if you, if you always wondered what Patino was whining about, now you have a chance to listen in. It'll yeah. be great. He's the guy who but, practiced uh, making faces in front of the mirror, I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, he was just a kid when he got the job here. Can we, can we talk about what's really important to life and patriotism, and that's the playoffs in the league starting in this the league. weekend. That's the right, league. that's right. And, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with my Jacksonville pick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, go ahead. What's interesting? Here's the. I have decided this is the key to the uh, Sunday game. All right. If if they go back to what they did last year and really call no penalties in the playoffs, they uh, you know let you lasso guys when they're trying to rush the quarterback and 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 not call that many pass interferences. Then if the Vikings are allowed to tackle the. Uh, Giants pass rushers uh, and not get called for holding, then I think the Vikings will win. But if they if they call a few holding penalties early when the Vikings are trying to wrestle these guys to the ground, then uh, then the refs are going to have it. You can't use robot refs to call holding, I don't think. And uh, and I think uh, the big key to the game is going to be whether they let the let the Vikings uh, do a lot of. Uh, Grabbing as, as they're trying to rush the quarterback. You so don't what's for, your what's your pick? Forty-one zip. Yeah. No, no. My pick is Giants twenty-nine. Why did he do this? Uh, Vikings twenty-four. This is good That's though, because he's always wrong. You're always <laughs> wrong, so that means <laughs> the Vikings are winning. Love you, brother. I, I love you. <laughs> okay, who was it that said last week? This is going to be a bad loss for Green Bay before the kickoff. You did before say that. Before the kickoff. You did you say that. Yes, yeah. I did. And uh, I was down on Green Bay all year, and I could guarantee you this would be a harder game than it would have been against Green Bay. Uh, this game will be a tougher game for them. You know, I wasn't now, planning on going at all, gentlemen, to the <laughs> game on Sunday afternoon, but then I found out who the halftime entertainment is for this game, and now Ludicrous! I'm going I'm going to go watch Ludacris at halftime. Yeah. Are you going? Oh, Ludacris. Oh, my old pal Ludacris. <laughs> my old pal. Yeah. Your bud. My old pal Ludacris. I was over at the North Henry basketball game about 12 years ago, and these they were playing this guy, this rap music, and the cheerleaders were dancing like maniacs, and, uh, and all the kids were up in the stands dancing, and I said to this young gal next to me, who is that song? Who's, who's singing that? And she said, "Ludicrous." Yeah. And I said, "Oh, he's my favorite. I love that." Guy. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me the dirtiest look of all time. He said, "I've never li- this fat old white guy listening to him. I've never listened to Ludicrous again." Hey, uh, honey, who? Uh, hey, how's that Ludicrous size? Who he is this? Is he, uh, what is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, Ludicrous boy, he's he's reduced to going to halftimes of. Uh, First round playoff, a wild card playoff game in Minnesota. I wonder what they got to pay him for that. Oh, I don't. I bet he's getting a hundred. I bet he's getting a hundred. No, he gets fifty, maybe 
fifty, not a hundred. I wonder what that's does, does that mean? We got to move a stage out there. Probably oh, crap. get the fans out, get them all jacked. Up. Are you going Sunday? I am going. I am. Uh, I think this will be my third Viking game in the new ballpark. I'm going just so we can tell some reminiscing stories about 41 donuts. That's why. That's his main. That's his main concern there. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm going to stand up and scream, "Waswa!" <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't get away with anything, Joe. You I know. know, in the press box anymore, they all look at you, and you make a wisecrack. Right. That's you know? no fun. Well, oh God, no! That game. Too bad you weren't at that game. That would have been the highlight of your life. Yeah. You need yeah, to do what question. Sid did at the Super Bowl with Prince. You got to march down there and say, "I hey, want to talk to Luda." Chris, yeah. hey Luda, come over here, Luda. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, I I don't think so. You can't march down from there. You're so damn high. And, uh, you know, you're it, the game's a rumor from up there. That's it's a hard spot. place to navigate. Yes, it is. And they don't let you, Joe, uh, rookie. They don't let you come in. The media come in the front. You got to go around the back. You basically got to go to St. Paul and then come back <laughs> to come in on the other side. It's uh, that stadium. That's like three times bigger uh, the footprint than the other place. It's unbelievable. Members well, of my uh, family will be making oodles and oodles of cash. Oh yeah, serving up uh, the juice at the uh, at the bank. What do, what do we charge for a nice little gin and tonic there? About eighteen, maybe. That's a really good question. I will re- I will find out and report back to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking yeah. to your. I'm looking forward to your report on Monday. We'll have a live oh, yes. eyewitness report. Oh, we will. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll be good. We'll uh, anyway. I would. Uh, it, it's really. This is the this is the goofiest team that's ever played. So yes, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, they had me make my prediction, and I had a little fun with. Uh, I don't know if it's going to run or when it's going to run or anything. So I can't give it away. But I had a little fun with my punchline on this one. So, All right, so, I'll talk to you Monday. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See, I want to thank uh, Jeff. Look at this. Uh, I just tweeted this out. This is seriously this so one of the coolest things I've ever seen a listener give you. Look at hold that. this up so listeners can see it. It's yep. almost like a coat of arms. Right. That's really neat. GL, Garage Logic. This is uh, Joe. Uh, listening from the beginning, I get crabby when you guys are not there. I can get you a sign. You need a sign? <laughs> Here's a sandblasted carved cedar sign to hang in the garage or light your next campfire with. I would not do that. Congrats on the years and the 1,000th podcast. Hail everyone. Jeff Case Designs by Jeff. And then he also sent a picture of the two bobbleheads he has on his desk. Me and uh, the, the, former, gov. the former governor. And the body. That. Former governor. Um, but here, this guy has a website. Check this guy's workout. Oh, give it to me. I'll uh, link it. I'll link it. Well, let me get it for you. Here we go. Uh, it's a .com thing. W- Does w- the w- Sooch w- bobblehead look frightened? Yeah. Hi, Joe. Designs by Jeff, one word. J-E-F-F. Designs by Jeff dot com. Jeff. This guy can this guy can carve and sandblast, man. What about the www? Do we put Let's that see, you got to have a, a wah, wah, wah dot designs by Jeff dot com. <clears throat> that is really a nice piece of work. I don't know if that's going to stay here or go home. I think that's got to go in your garage. I think it's got to go home. 
That's really cool. Yeah. I put it on both the social media channels if dealers want to check it out. And I'll link Jeff's website to the Garage Logic page as you well. You could put it out in that outer office, class that hellhole up yeah. a little bit. I could. I can't believe how much you guys have trashed that since I departed. Well, we got the famous uh, Copeland Cigar Box guitar out there. We've got the uh, Schoonover hood. But don't you think, wasn't, oh, wow. wasn't Bernard in there a couple of days ago? He might have stolen some stuff. Yeah. Well, what do you suppose went through his mind when he turned the corner and walked into that s-hole? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as you're making it out to be, Kenny. I think it's. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's Kenny. Really Jeff, I think he was still smiling from that big fat contract he signed. Jeff also uh, does artwork for uh, race cars. It's on his website. Yeah, well, check out his website. It's really cool. You want to take a break? No, I want to hear Kenny tell me about DK May. Oh, okay. I wanted to talk to GLers on their way out of town this weekend. If you're headed up northbound 35W, peel off uh, and head to uh, DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. If you need any ammo or anything firearm-related, they're a full-service gun shop with a wide selection of everything we need to, uh, you know, maybe shred some cardboard this weekend or whatever you may be doing. DK Mags will also be happy to assist you in tracking down in purchasing the firearm or accessory you need. And you know what? The guns they have in the store aren't listed on the website. So that would be a perfect excuse to just linger for a few minutes and check out what's in the gun cabinet. Uh, you can also swing into Monticello Pond and Gun just south of 94 in Monticello. Great selection, fair prices at both DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun. The website, dkmags.com. I'm not kidding. That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen a listener give you. That's really neat. His website's pretty good. This guy's legit. Yes. Yes, he is. Too legit. Too, Too legit, legit to, to quit. quit. Yes, he is. Oh, I need a scramble. I knew the ludicrous story. That's why I mentioned that he was playing half. Ludicrous. Hey, honey, wow, who is this? Uh, who's, who's, who's in charge of the orchestra? Who's this guy? What group is this? What group is this? Exactly. That's what I was hoping you what were going to say. What time you got to be at the thing? What? Airport. I'm done. Done for the day. Why are you wearing your clown costume? That's where he came from. Because I just came from there. Oh. <clears throat> hey, uh, before we cut loose here, yeah. uh, I've got a couple of items we can I can share with you. One second. I'll be right back. Pat was not far off. What? A single, 1250, a double 18. Souvenirs, really? double 19, plus tax for a gin and tonic. You know what? I will pass. How much for a gin and tonic? 1250 for a single, doubles 18, God. souvenirs, double 19. What's a souvenir? Probably you keep the cup. Can you show people how dumb you were to pay that much money for a gin and tonic? You know, I, I enjoyed having season tickets for the Vikings. Yeah. But now I would just rather, I'd rather watch them at home. You'd rather can apricot. I'd rather can apricot. Football is better on TV. Best seat in the house, yep. Uh, most sports, baseball is better in person. That's about it. So is no, so is hockey. Yeah, I guess. 
But you got to have a good seat in hockey. I haven't been to a wild game. Got to be on a blue line. Well, I want to be able to see the entire ice. I want to see what's going on everywhere. Well, then high up on a blue line or yeah. center line, I guess. Yeah. Did we have some type of hiring bonanza? I've seen so many new people with badges in this building the last six weeks. I don't know, but we're hiring at IHS. You want to come make 17 bucks an hour no. standing in a security line? Oh, my. Hey, listen to 20. people yell at me. People they're... don't yell at you. Really? That's the easiest money. Those people that work at IHS, they sit in What's the... IHS? That's where I work. Innovative Handling Solutions. So they... You're awfully handy, are you? Yeah. No, you just sit there and you guide people. Your TSA pre-check, you go over there. Your standard, you go over there. But when the line gets backed up, those aren't the people that get yelled at? Are Are you the boss of those people? Yes. I'm in a management position. I'm the general manager at... Oh, you're not even undercover boss no more. No, not even undercover boss anymore. You're like third assistant shift leader? Well, fourth. Oh. Fourth assistant. Yeah, but then do you have to listen to everyone, bitch? That works for Nobody... You. I mean, like, today it was completely... Basically, what I did today uh, managing the lines is I just walked and I looked for guys with Vietnam hats and say, come over here, I'm going to bring you up and put you in first class. Oh, nice. Because I mm. can't do anything else. You if you're free, military, free parking. You just gave away a secret. Whoops. Just for a Vietnam yeah. hat to the airport. Go on eBay and buy a <laughs> Vietnam hat. <laughs> one guy said, I did that to one guy, and it was family. It was a long line. And uh, I said, follow me. How long were you in? Don't say just, you know. He said, I was in two years or whatever. And uh, he had the Vietnam hat. And I said, thank you for your service. Welcome home, blah, blah, blah. And I'm walking, and he's like, Welcome home. He's been home for 50 years. Yeah, but his welcome was not nice. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and he said, You're giving me goosebumps. Nobody's ever done this, anything like this for me oh, because wow. of my military That's cool. really? What did you do? Take him to the front of the line? Yeah. Put him in the first class line. Do you give him a little neck rub and a kiss on the cheek? A little pinch on the well, ass. Why guys ripping him? I think that's cool. I'm ripping no, that. Yeah, I know. So what kind of hat do I got to get? Uh, <laughs> Vietnam. I wouldn't wear one. No, you'd wear that stupid feeling golfy hat and they'd no, make you leave the airport. Right. I mean, those guys gave me that beautiful submarine hat. I don't dare wear it. I didn't go on the submarine. Yeah, but it would spur. What about, uh, Matt, I've got yeah. a really nice cowboy hat that I've only worn once. <laughs> Could I get anywhere with that thing? I'd take you out of the line and put you under the stairs. What if Roycey shows up with that big tall hat? Yes, sir. Ten gallon. How you doing? She said, fill her up. Man, it might almost be worth getting a part-time gig just for the free parking at the airport. Uh, free parking's nice. They pay, they, pay, they pay for parking. I don't. Oh, really? So yeah. you have to park with the regular people? Uh, yes. T- t- yeah. In Did t- you have that at Sun Country? Yeah, but we parked in the purple ramp, and now this we go in the orange ramp for, oh. at T2. At T1, I got my special spot. Wow. I got a special spot. I'll tell you what, right though. By Ground transportation. That clear program, that's kind of worth a hundred bucks for the year. Yeah, well, TSA pre-check is as well. That's eighty-five for five years. Are are those not the same thing? They're not the same. Where do you get them? Uh, You order TSA pre-check online. I think it's eighty-five for five years. The caveat is you don't always get it one hundred percent of the time. That's but clear you do, right? Clear you do. Yes. How do you get clear? You just sign up at the airport. Yeah, they're all. That's what I did. They're sitting right there. If you. If you ever fly again, you should get clear. I'm flying February. Where are you going? The desert. 
What stretch of Feb? Feb 19th. Till? Are you flying Delta? 2021, 22, until at least the 20, through when the 22nd. When were you planning on telling us Yeah, this? when were you going to let us know? I guess I'm letting you know right now. Through the 22nd. Okay. Where do you find Delta? Probably. I don't know. Because, you know, I'm out. Rook, this applies to you. Friday, January 30th. You. But I'll, I thought I was going to be gone that whole week. I'll be back Thursday, that following Thursday. We're flying back on Wednesday. Where's the wedding? Cabo. Yeah, that's you're lying. There is no wedding. You're no, it's going to Cabo. No, it's Jess's best well, friend. Why are they getting married there? She's getting remarried. Cabo Where's she Cabo from? It's, it's She's her the one second? from Chicago. Well, it's get her married second? in Chicago. Yeah. No, Wait a minute. It's her second marriage? Yeah. No, you, you don't go to those. Yeah, that's no, stupid. You, you never go to those. Um, Tell you guys, your wife to go by herself. The first one failed. What's to say really? this one? Is, this one ain't going to last two weeks. <laughs> Joe, I got news for you. When, when Jess just says, "Hey, this is the this is also part of our fifteenth wedding anniversary." Uh huh. So I just said, "You're okay. fifteen this year." Oh, in twenty twenty two, we were oh. October. I hit thirty this year in July. Jesus. Uh. How about you there? I don't want to talk about Augustino. It. I'm like around, I think I'm right around 80. I told, Kenny, I told somebody. Around 80. Your, your anniversary story a couple was weeks that? ago. Where, uh, wasn't it you and Deb? You went, oh, wait, wasn't that yesterday or something? Yeah, yeah. Hey, right. wasn't anniversary I today? remember the day after. I said, yeah, I work a buddy of mine at work. He, uh, he and so his wife. For they, this 1,000th podcast, are we accepting gifts? It's okay to give us gifts. I, I oh, need the cash. Fans are getting gifts. No. Kenny need cash. says I need cash. Let's go here. <laughs> Gotta buy the roommate a car. Are we done with ads? No. Well, let's go. What, what do we got? What are we in a hurry today for? Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. The Listen to that. Stadium. Isn't that good? That's real good. You probably pipes. got a little star for that, huh? a little metal. Little velvety pipes. Um, no, the I don't have one of for my the voice. day. What do? How many do I have here? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I gave the other one away. Six. You gave one away? Isn't that illegal? Uh, one gal at Sun Country said, can I have a parting gift? And I said, what? She said, can I have one of your MSP Nice Awards? I said, yeah. I think I got more coming. <laughs> You're such a... You're a boob. You just made... You're just a boob. I am embarrassed that I even know you. I'm going to make sure they line up. <laughs> I wish I was there to flick your ear. Right uh, this one is huh? That's the Bush, George Bush one we got. Nope. We went to the White House. Yeah. Nothing to do with the airport. Do I have one of those? Yeah. You were given one. Yeah, <clears throat> you were given one. Don't you have it in your garage? I don't know. Reavers. I'm looking for an email. Sorry. Well, was it what? About Town Ball? No, about the Slush Buster. Are we down in the boondocks? Down in the boondocks. Joe, are you ready? Are you going to do a slush buster? I do. Is that it for ads? That's then? it for ads. Let's go. I've got an item for you too when we come back, Suchi right. boy. Yeah, let's hey, go. How long are we going to do this thing? <laughs> I'm not done yet. Let's not overdo it on no, this. No, you are done. Wrap it up. Can I? Hi, can I? Thanks, Tony. It is. And who are you going to call? 
slush busters. Thank you, rookie. It's that time of the year, Joe. It's it slush. really is. It's the season, isn't it's it? It's slush busting season. Yep. Right and now. the weather's right for it. It really is. You yep. get that thaw going, you get a little slush up into that oh, wheel well. You need to go get yourself a slush buster. So uh, apologies go out to this is from Dave, forwarded to me by the mayor. He says, Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Hail you. I placed an order for my slush buster in early December and thought I would have it by now. Amazon shows that if I placed an order today, I should have it by Jan 9. What the hell? I'm wondering if you and the boys could work a little Christmas magic and help a relocated Minnesotan. Uh, lad with his dilemma, and eh, I'd pay the inventory dude or a hardware store directly and cancel the Amazon order if you could help get what? this thing to me by Saturday. Maybe edit a little. You know? right. I know. I'm trying, Kenny. Anyway, well, Dave, I'm sorry. Uh, we unfortunately don't have any control over Amazon. However, we do know a gentleman that owns 21 hardware stores here in the uh, Twin Cities area that could probably help you out. And so if you would like, I can forward your email to Mr. Fratelloni because hey. Slush Buster has been the hottest thing on the shelves at Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores for quite some time now. It's a great invention made right here in Burnsville, Minnesota from Dave Pounds, loyal GLer. He was tired of all that corrosive slush rusting his vehicle, so he came up with the Slush Buster. Check out their website, slushbuster.us. That's the official website of the great product that invaded GL last year. And it makes a great gift. I know the holidays are past us now, but if you've got a birthday coming up for a loyal GLer, maybe an anniversary of some type, the Slush Buster is a great gift. So place your order. Please let Dave know that you heard about the Slush Buster right here on the Garage Logic podcast, Joe. Uh, Such. What? Seven. Jeff Beck, Lisa Marie Presley, Ooh. and now Robbie Knievel. No! Oh, yeah. All in the span of a week. Did you guys see the photo of Lisa Marie and her mother at the Golden Globes just a couple of days ago? She died the next day. Kenny, they look like they're sisters, not yeah. mother and daughter. Yeah. That's just terrible. Let me just finish this text. She was only and she 54. had what uh, Hamlin had for Buffalo, the cardiac arrest. Ooh. <clears throat> But she looked like she was road hard and put away wet. Yeah, she looked she looked That's a lot older than fifty. Probably not uh, the best thing to say about somebody after their demise. Uh, and a lot of people on Twitter are ganging up on her and saying, "See, I told you so," because she was a big proponent of the uh, vax and uh, the shots. And they're saying, "Well, that's what killed her." We don't know that. You know, I ignored every every lure thrown to try to catch me on the Hamlin situation. Uh, many, many people uh, wanted to blame the Vax for Hamlin. Right. I'm blaming a helmet in the chest that caught the heartbeat between beats. It's very odd, but it happens. Do you guys recall we were discussing uh, Governor Wall's uh, was terribly excited, was jumping up and down like Dom DeLuise when he uh, when he got to sit in that electric fire truck. Uh-huh. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, and that we learned that the fire truck cost, what, way over a million? It was very expensive. Twice as much as a regular fire truck? Yeah. And I got a note from uh, Sean down Foldaway who writes, Joe, you mentioned on January 9 that Walls was doing a photo op with Minnesota's first electric fire truck. Don't tell me we don't have any money. 
The truck as an electric with a diesel generator to keep the electric battery powered costs $1.6 million. The same truck with a standard diesel engine costs half that. Don't forget, that's just the initial cost of the truck. There also needs to be a newly built charging station, a power grid to support it, and a nearby maintenance facility to work on it. And if you thought a Chevy Bolt replacement battery was expensive and replacement prone, imagine what this electric fire truck will be worth in 10 years when the batteries are older, less effective, and antiquated technology. Today's decade-old fire trucks usually go from front-line use in the metro to second-line use, and their secondary trucks are often passed down to the used market to smaller and more rural departments who can afford, who can then afford them. Our town department kept a fire truck going from 1976 until recently when the motor finally seized. What toxic landfill will all the electric vehicles, including fire trucks and slowmobiles, end up in a decade from now? Thanks for pushing back and occasionally looking up, Sean. Uh, I just uh, couldn't be more convinced that electric vehicles are the wrong way to go. I just couldn't be more convinced of it. And you're starting to hear more and more people voice their opinion. Here's a guy named Stephen Moore writing for Town Hall. I'm sure Town Hall is a conservative site, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about it, but no lefty is going to risk ripping EV cars because that's part of the agenda. But this guy is writing about... uh, what a piece of Americana the automobile is. And he's writing about his grandfather and how his dad served in the Pacific theater. And uh, uh, he'd been, he'd been thinking that uh, American auto companies, which are so often bailed out by the U S taxpayers have made no pronouncement. They intend in the next few years to stop making and assembling gas engine cars. You know, the kind of cars that Henry Ford started rolling off the assembly line, well, 100 years ago in Detroit. Henceforth, virtually all American-made cars will be electric. Perhaps the corporate brass in Michigan's auto executive ranks thinks that makes them good global citizens. They are all in on the fight against global warming. They may be making a political bet that the federal government and more states are going to go the way of California and eventually mandate that every car produced must be battery-operated. But there is also a good deal of virtue signaling going on here by the forks at by the folks at Ford and General Motors. It's a free country, and if they want to start rolling millions of AVs off the assembly line, so be it. But it's one thing to make cars that appeal to the Sierra Club and quite another to produce automobiles that the typical buyer actually wants. And guess what? So far, most people have turned a decisive thumbs down on EVs. Uh, He said he's agnostic on them. Uh, but uh, so far, only about 6% of new cars sold are electric vehicles. And polls show that only about a half of Americans prefer an EV over a traditional car. Much larger majorities oppose the government telling us what kind of car we can buy. That's the group I would fall into. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, the one state that far outpaces the rest of the country in EV sales with about one in five new car sales being battery operated is California. But hey, Detroit, sorry, California isn't the country. All of this to say, all of this is to say that there's a decent chance that American auto company shift to AVs is going to fail. This could even be the most epic failure for American car country since Ford introduced the Edsel. Uh, 
Meanwhile, and this is especially sad part of the story, at least one company realizes the tomfoolery of making only electric cars, and that company is the Japanese automaker Toyota. Akia Toyoda, the president and grandson of the founder of the giant Japanese car company, is going to buck the trend. People involved in the auto industry are largely a silent majority, Toyota recently told news reporters. That silent majority is wondering whether EVs are really okay to have as a single option, but they think it's the trend, so they can't speak loudly. Toyota wasn't done. I believe we need to be realistic about when society will be able to fully adopt battery electric vehicles, he explained. And frankly, EVs are not the only way to achieve the world's carbon neutrality goals. Toyota is right on all counts. There is scant evidence that EVs will reduce pollution levels more than traditional cars, in part because most of the energy for the batteries comes from burning fossil fuels and because the batteries themselves create waste issues. How can it be that a Japanese CEO is more plugged into the tastes, preferences, and buying habits of American car buyers than those based here at home? Yes, I know Toyota has many plants in the U.S. You would think that U.S. automakers would understand a basic red, white, and blue reality, which is that Americans have a special and longstanding love affair with their cars. They aren't going to trade in their Mustangs, Camaros, Cadillacs, and trucks for an EV. For many of us, that would be akin to taking away our firstborn. What's sadder still Mm -hmm. is that the Japanese seem to understand American car buyers better than execs in Detroit. Honda and Toyota were the first to recognize that people wanted more fuel-efficient cars when gas prices more than tripled in the 70s. And all this means if GM, Ford, and Chrysler speed forward with their commitment to convert to 100% EVs, I'm going to have to break my long-standing pledge to my parents to buy American and never purchase a Japanese car. The American, but I, he'll change that. The American companies will have given me no choice. I'm sorry, this is 2023, not 1923, when Henry Ford said you could have a Model T in any color so long as it was black. Incidentally, as this woke green energy fad fades into the sunset, as it most assuredly will, man, I'm rooting for this guy, and the American auto companies see their sales crash, they better not come begging for yet another taxpayer bailout. Aren't those wise words? I said this. I'm proud of myself for saying this early on. I was, I've been disappointed in the car companies. Yep, they just you, None of you had any balls whatsoever. You just caved right over like a cheap suit, and you started making EVs, and uh, you were wrong. And this guy is taking it a much uh, step further and saying, you're going to fail. Wouldn't you right. think? Don't come back to me for a bailout. Wouldn't you think that those American car companies and those executives and chairmen, they know exactly what Mr. Toyota knows? They just decided to follow the trend. Yes. They took a chance. Well, they and they decided, they decided to follow the politics. Right. And they're afraid to say what Toyota's saying. Right. And they all know it. You're right. They all know it to be true. These morons, they took a Mustang and turned it into an EV. Are you kidding me? Nobody wants that. And the Cadillac and the Lincoln and the Silverado. I don't want one. I want Those are government cars. I don't want one. Like a rock. 
only. Oh, by the way, Town Hall, you were correct. Uh, it's a American politically conservative website owned by Salem Communications. Well, and as I say, you know, David Brooks isn't going to write that column, and Tom Friedman isn't going to write that column because they're all on board with the agenda. Rook, who else isn't going to write that column? Ricey. <laughs> Joe. George Will might write that column. I wonder if he still got the Jag he bought here in September of 2001. Well, that car would be 22 years old. Well, maybe, he's, maybe he's very frugal. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldWideWaftage.com. It was on this day. Friday, January 13th. The cruiser Duluth was launched in Newport News, Virginia, christened by Ella T. Hatch, wife of Duluth Mayor Edward H. Hatch. In May 1945, the ship became part of the U.S. fleet in World War II. Is that the one where you guys went to go listen to the horn? Is it no, that, that was the Titanic. Oh, it yeah, was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. On this day in 1978, uh, January 13th, Hubert H. Humphrey died. I remember that. No more needs to be said. I do, I do too. I remember that. On this day in 1982, January 13th. January 13th, nature writer and environmentalist Sigurd Olson, and if you haven't read him, I recommend it, died in Ely. Born in Chicago in 1899, Olson served as a canoe guide in the Boundary Waters region and was active in environmental issues beginning in the 1920s, playing a prominent role in the battle for federal protection of the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness Canoe Wilderness Area and beginning and serving as president of the Wilderness Society. I've enjoyed his writing. Nice. Have you read him, Kenny? Sigurd Olson? Nothing. Not one word. You'd nope. enjoy it. You'd okay. enjoy it. Thank you, GLers. And go, was, that? was that my chair? Yeah. I think so. Go Vikes, huh? Hey, yeah, let's do hey, it. Go Vikes. Skull! 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 Shrink from their skulls! Skull! My God. My goddess. Rook, you gonna take her from here? Yeah. I'm gonna take you to Pod Man. Take you down to Pod Man and you can go check it all out. What are you gonna check out? All the podcasts that are out there. There's some great stuff out there. You just gotta check it out. Pod Man on your smartphone. Slide on over to your YouTube channel. Garage Logic has a YouTube channel. I'd like you to subscribe to that, and you will be entertained, and you'll check out some really cool videos, some that might be brand new to you, but happened so long ago. That's Garage Logic on YouTube. And then, of course, the town council. Sign up at garagelogic.com. And, you know, for a very, very wonderful low price of 10 bucks a month or $100 for the year, you can get inside information. How long till Find he out. drops that sign? He's going to drop. He's already hit it with the microphone. Look at the it. way he picked up the logo. That's really cool. I can't wait for mine to come. That's uh, Jeff Designs. Uh, Designs, by Jeff? Designs, Designs by Jeff? Designs by Jeff. Com. Yeah. I've got news for you. He did that with a computer. Uh, okay, Mr. Poop. How do you know? I'm just telling you the well, truth. Who cares? It's what he does for a living. I don't care what he did it with. He had to use a sandblaster. Sandblaster? Yeah. I Why believe, would you use I a sandblaster I on, on to wood? Cre I believe to create the relief. I bet that was all flush at one point. Then he masked <laughs> this off, 
and sandblasted around to uh, you know reveal what? the redwood. You know what? Yeah, the I'm, relief. Kenny's I'm, done with us for the week. I'm just done. Yeah, goodbye. Bye, See Ken. Around. See you next week. Uh, tell me when we're not on the town council. It's going to be a minute because I need you. Isn't that neat, council? Well, first of all, we're going to do uh, Rook. We're going to go to Megaphone. Yeah, I got to watch this shit. We're going to what? No, <laughs> no we're going to do the the thing I know. first. That's, that's, Megaphone. That's the new podcasting platform page, Joe, that we use to post to... So, does this stuff change at all? Okay, so what you're going to do... What am I going to tell you this stuff? Hang on. So that link I sent you, you click on that. You'll create your own sign-in and password, or you can just use mine, whatever. But you can have one. I'll have it, yeah. Because you'll probably want one for your table talk. Yeah. Because it'll still be on... So, voila, it takes you here. Got it. Okay, if you go to the dashboard... It shows you all the monthly download numbers, everything, right? And it mm-hmm. does it by episode, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, so it'll show you GL, Roycey, Monday Night Sports Talk, Krabby Coffee, Inside Garage Logic, Table Talk. Hey, hey. you got 44. Wow. Huh? You got 44. Um, all right. So anyway, so there you go there. You can go to podcasts. And it'll pull up all the ones that you'll have access to. Okay. Um, which you should have the same access as I do. So, Garage Logic, that's the show we do. We just did that one. So, you'll have Garage Logic and also Garage Logic Town Council Unfiltered. You got this? No, you better. So, this one gets, this is the regular show, and this is the one that we pull the audio f- from here. Yep. Got it. Okay. Bowler. Give her a tug. <laughs> okay, so, Garage, Garage Logic. Create episode right here. So this is replacing podcast one. Correct. Very similar to the format we used before. Today's date is one thirteen. Joe. What? You ready? Yeah. I yes. am. Rookie versus Kamala Harris. Um, New sins. Harris, period. Who makes a better vice president? Question mark. Who makes a better VP? Question mark. That's going to be my title. Okay. I'm going to copy that, Joe, and I'm going to put it up here. Go. A listener experience with Jeff Beck. With. Period. Okay. EVs, EVS. Small ass, capital E and V. No apostrophe. Or, you know what? For your sake, make it electric vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Electric vehicles. Yes. Cannot possibly. Cannot possibly. Be the way of the future. The way of the future. Okay. Patrick Royce Oh, yeah. Royce with his weekly sports report. You yes, know what? Sir. I want an accurate count of the shows. 
Okay. So I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Okay. I'll find that guy's email. Rook, are you talking to Ross? Tom. Oh, Tom. Yeah, they're overselling flights, so it's not, you know, it's by confirm. If I go somewhere. All right, do I have that reload? Well, I can just, you know what I'll do? set up an account? Why, why, don't, I, why don't you wait? Because Ross has got to show me how to do the new links. <clears throat> okay. So when I get that, in fact, let me see. Did he email me? He did. Um... Ross, I'm ready if you're watching the stream. So yesterday was actually the thousandth show. <laughs> uh, How do you know this? This guy did the research. Okay. Was that Jeff? Uh, J. Losey, oh. L-O-S-E-Y. Got it. J. Losey. That sounds like a performer. Blues guitarist. Yeah. Jay Losey. Hey. Yo, what's going on in your basement? Reavers, when, when did you set, oh, show stuff? This, But that might change, so don't go by that one. If, if anything is different, keep that one I sent you, but if anything's different, I'll submit you a new email. 141516. That way you have it. Oh, I figured out why the playback is not working when you post. See this? Audacity? Just use one track. Because I think you're pulling up two tracks. What is is all of yours? Is yours in mono? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what we'll do before before I leave, which is in a couple weeks. But yeah. trade I'll have you. Day. I'll have you just sit in and have you actually do it. Yeah, and then I can say, "What do I do now here?" Right. Yeah, that. Why I, did this just show up on my phone? What? <clears throat> Okay, Bullard's Soul Create Episode Play. What are you talking Who about? Who sent me this? What are you talking about? I didn't send you Something anything. just showed up on my phone. Look, I, I just sent that to you. I didn't text. I haven't texted you at all this week. Is it from me? Read this. This is very odd. It's almost as though uh, it was. it's in the middle of a text Jennifer was sending me. Jennifer. And she didn't write it. What the hell is that? You hit your microphone button while you were giving the uh, The microphone on the phone? Mm -hmm. While you were... Uh, oh, okay. You hit your microphone, so it was recording what you were saying. It was recording what you were saying. Where do you hit the microphone? You accidentally bumped it. But where is it on here? <clears throat> when you're typing a text. It's usually down. You're still on the town council. You go like okay. So That's you right do thing. go into Megaphone oh, and do everything. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Right, so do you have at least one link we can try and test today from what was talked about on the show? Got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So uh, first off, what was it? Hank Johnson. Okay, so do this. Do this for me. Go back to uh, Hightown Council. Go back to the Megaphone. Yep. The Megaphone. And do your referenced on the show thing like you've done before. So use the same format? Yeah, at least or just do the reference on the show, and then I'll show you how to do the link. Actually, stand up. I'll show you. No, okay. I want to do it. All right. Because I got to show Jughead over what there about how me? to do it eventually. What about no, how, here's the link? Do I need to do something the first time here or what? 
What? I don't need kids. I have garage logic. This is my happiness. <laughs> All right, reference I'll, deal, I'll deal with you next. Give okay. me one second. So same, same thing, right? So go, yep, so just do ref, go hit down. Yep, reference on the show. Okay, okay and here's what we're going to do today. So now um, just type, like, the name of what it was. So you said, like, what is it? Hank, Hank Johnson, yada, Hank yada, yada, yada. Johnson with oh, more buffoonery. Damn it. <sighs> Hank Johnson. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> with more... <laughs> Joe, how do you spell buffoonery? B U F F. B U? Yep. Yep. B U F F. O R? O N E R Y. O N E R Y? O O N E R Y. Okay. So we're going to do, do a couple things. I think this is going to be easier for you in the long run. Uh, go up here. Go see before that uh, italic or that um, whatever you call yep. that. Go over one more now. Okay. Hit enter one more time. So let's just put a little space there. And then go do the same for Hank. Put a little space. Now highlight this entire thing. Okay? Now hit that link. This? Uh, this one right here. Okay. And now your link for... Oh, there we yeah, go. So what you're going to do is you're going to copy that. Rook. This may or may not work. Delete all that. Then you just hit save? <laughs> so when I just paste it on this. Yep, but, yep, exactly. Delete that stuff first. Oh, you just yep, hit, hit Okay, hit that. that works. Hit save. And then you just hit save. Yeah, there you yeah, go. And if you want good. to, let's try and bold this so it stands out. So highlight that all. Jesus, Russ. <clears throat> no, no, no. Highlight this. You can leave that. Oh. Highlight this all. And, and then bold just hit it? bold. Yep. That's right, bold. Let's, let's see if that Do you works. want it that far down? Yeah, you can go back up. I just kind of like to not let it smash together. I see what you're saying. All right. Okay, so let's try this. I'm going to see if this works. If it doesn't, then I have to talk to the developers. But let's try that today. All right. Thanks, bud. Uh-huh. Designs by Jeff. All right, Rock. Designs. What is going on over here, Joe? What did you get? A sign. Gosh. I can get you a sign by 3 o'clock. What are you, Ace of Base? All right, did so. open up your eyes? Yeah, I saw the sign. I saw the sign. All right, so this is my first time here. So did it not? Did you create a username and password? No, I just sent. Go I clicked the, on his email. Go to the email that you should have got an email from me. In your, do you, can you get to your work email? Uh, Not this email. Your work oh. email. Here is, um, is the gift that uh, it'll be from Megaphone. Type in Megaphone. Here? How about Mega Bus? <laughs> Just search Mega. Go up here and search Mega. Did you get the Saturday thing I sent you? I did. Did I not reply? No. I'm sorry. I thought That's I did. That's all right. Joe doesn't need a reply. I don't need a reply. Joe, do you want to see a okay, video of a cat licking milk really turning into okay. a song? No. I'm just going to basically send you a password reset link, and we'll do it that way. How many links are, are expected? Like two, Sausages. three? Just like the best stuff. Doesn't have to be everything Does you talk about. Does it have to about? be the best stuff? <laughs> Upload. <laughs> okay. Actually, Rook, this is easier. Click audio. Well, if it works, Reavers. <laughs> oh, so this shit doesn't even work? No, we don't know yet. We think it will, but if it doesn't work, we need to have the developers fix some stuff. <laughs> Okay. I think so, we're going to have some bad guests. Uh, January 30th through Feb 6th. <laughs> oh, no. Do I have to? Are you out? I'm out. Yeah, I'll we'll have learned it by then. I thought the 30th is a Friday. Oh. Joe's looking. The 30th is a Friday. So here's what I'm doing. I'm logging into my account. Mm -hmm. I'm sending you a password yeah. reset link. Oh, and that's okay. Clean. So, Publish episode now. Monday there, Chief. I'm, no, I'm 
What is, crazy. What's your work email? Well, is so it we supposed to be M. Mikulski huh. at HBI, or yeah. is it supposed to be Rookie at Garage Logic? Right. Maybe it's the third. I don't remember. We could even do this the third next week. Is it would be, but Friday. Okay. Then, yeah. So I, let me go back in here. I got to see. What and then Rook, are. right here. I like. You just hit. Uh, yeah. Got that. Four letter S word. Right. <clears throat> All right. So that's saving. Holy crap! It's two o'clock. You are. Designs by Jeff is done. All right, town council, I got to save the video. Here's Thanks. Here's your picture of uh, George Thanks Santos playing oh, no, Woodstock. Good call. Your rookie at Garage Logic. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Oh, he was there, so of course. Yeah, he taught Jimmy how to play. <laughs>